0: Hey, listen, it's a Chalene show, it's Friday, you're in our car. What's up, party people? This is
1: Brett, just in case.
0: And that's my husband, P.S. And we are in his... You know who I am. Not necessarily, it could be someone listening for the very first time.
1: Well, then they should listen to a couple more episodes.
0: Now you know who he is, and he's very sarcastic, and I'm not responsible for anything that he says... And I have to coach him up But we're doing Car Smart Friday It's Friday, you're in the car And we're going to talk about family drama Apparently we're having a little bit of our own
1: Welcome to The Chalene Show Chalene is a New York Times best-selling author Celebrity fitness trainer And obsessed with helping you live your dream life
0: So I said I'd love to do Because, you know, it's Mother's Day But it doesn't even matter whether it's Mother's Day Or Thanksgiving Or whenever When there's family drama It's never easy and it feels like almost everyone has some kind of family drama
1: yeah Yeah. well there's two solutions to family drama you either call that person up and have a discussion about what's going on and fix it and resolve it and move on or you choose just to like avoid it and not talk about it and just not be around those people Mm -hmm. and I think probably what most people do is do the latter. They just bury it and then, you know, let resentment keep piling up and Mm -hmm. not not meet it head on. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's all kinds of family drama because, you know, there's something that just happened that's kind of minor. Maybe you said something about one of your nephews or nieces or, Mm -hmm. you know, a family member that probably not the right thing to say. Okay. And that can be resolved with just like, you know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I overstepped my boundary. Or a mother-in-law, like, critiquing, like, how you're raising your kids. Those are all little things that could, that happen probably a lot, that could just be nipped in the bud just really quickly. How? Oh. By just having a conversation with the person, you know, as soon as you see it, right, I'm doing the mother-in-law daughter-in-law.
0: Okay, so who sees it? The daughter-in-law sees the it? The
1: daughter-in-law sees it because the okay. mother-in-law is obviously, she'll just keep doing it. right? And if that's something that bothers you as the daughter-in-law, you have to say something. You have to say, you know, that's not the way we're raising the child or I don't agree with that and you know, or you could just say, hey, you've already had your chance to raise kids. I'm raising mine, so don't worry. About oh
0: my God. <laughs> you cannot say that. Don't say that.
1: <laughs> I know you can't say that, but that's what you're thinking. Sure. And you just articulate it better by just saying, I really appreciate your feedback. If you have something to say, you know, maybe you could just say it to me privately and not say it out loud because that's uh-huh. when it gets bad. Yeah. You know, like when everybody's like sitting around, like watching what's going on and, you know, Johnny's doing something crazy. And Why
0: is it always Johnny? Why uh, are you always picking on Johnny? It's always Johnny. <laughs> yeah. So, in fact, when I said family drama, I wasn't even thinking about the mother-in-law daughter in law situation but that's a pretty common one and it's really tough when you have little kids because I have the world's greatest mother-in-law your mom is like bar none put a crown on top of her head perfection (laughs) and I loved her as a grandma I mean when the kids were little however when they were little I'm sure you remember this I would be so upset when I would go over to you know drop Brock off for a couple of hours while I was doing personal training and I would come back and I had a set routine for Brock and there are certain things I wanted him to eat and I would come back and I'd be so upset with your mom I'm like she's just like spoiling him and she let him sleep on her chest the entire (laughs) two-hour nap and she wouldn't move and I came in and she was like sweating and her neck hurt and I was like why didn't you just lay him down and she's like oh he was so comfortable and I was like annoyed and frustrated and then you know when we were trying to get him to eat healthy things and we'd come back and your mom's like he just wanted donuts (laughs) you know and when you're in it all you want to do is make sure you're not making any mistakes with your kids Mm -hmm. and so you want to control every moment and I think there's also like this weird kind of jealousy with grandparents and the parents and by jealousy I mean you're envious of the fact that they get to
1: be fun and games yeah they get to be fun and games we called my parents the house of yes yeah and it's true grandparents and they'll admittedly tell you grandparents role is to spoil their grandkids Mm -hmm. and they get to be the fun part of the parenting like they get to do all the fun stuff Mm -hmm. and you still have to be the parent Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so I think you're right I think there's a little bit of jealousy that goes on there. Or
0: maybe envy is the right word. Yeah, I maybe. Know. Yeah,
1: Probably not jealous. That's probably the Frustration word.
0: Frustration is what I felt. I was never jealous of your mom or my parents, but I was frustrated with them sometimes. And another situation is my dad. Do you remember the situation with my dad?
1: No. You don't? To, I'm not mind reading right now, so I don't know. Your dad's oh. told a lot of stories before and okay. a lot of... Th-
0: so remember how we...
1: Just give me a little...
0: One time we came and he was watching Brock and Sierra and Maddie. Maddie was Sierra's best friend and they were like five years old and we pulled back up to the house and my dad goes, check this out. And he's like, hit it girls. And he had taught the girls in a parked vehicle how to climb out of the window of the truck. Do you
1: remember this? No, because your dad did this all the time. Oh, That's so you don't r- even
0: remember this story?
1: I don't remember this okay, story, well, but the story. let me tell you this Vividly. Then. I might not
0: have even told you.
1: You probably didn't because your dad did this on the daily.
0: Yeah. So he goes, hit it, girls. And they like, he rolled down the window in the car and they climbed out through the window over the top of the truck.
1: You never told me this.
0: And then into the opposite window. And I'm like, dad, why would you teach them that? He's like... It's awesome. Check them out. Watch how fast they can do this. I'm like, it. no, it's not awesome. They're five or six or whatever they were. And they don't know that the car is parked. Like, Dad, this is such a bad thing. And then he was all bent out of shape. He's like, why do I have to be? I don't want to appreciate being known as the dangerous grandpa. I'm like, well, then stop doing dangerous things with them.
1: <laughs> he said that later on. He said that later on, though, didn't he? He used to always say that. Yeah. Because, like, we would show up, and they would always be doing something. Like, we would show up at your dad's thing, and we're like, you know, the kids are 7, 8, Brock's 10 or 11. What, what are they doing? Oh, they're back shooting guns. They're back there shooting bow and they're arrows. They're on the quads. They're on the quads. Oh, your
0: dad built—this is my mom. She's like, oh, your dad built a a swing. He built a Zip line. Zip he lines. built a zip line yeah. in the woods in Michigan that was like— Forty feet off the ground, and I'm like, okay, this is so homemade and janky, and that's great that you've got a, a motorcycle helmet on my kid. He could still fall yeah. forty feet. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, there
1: was. It was one of those things. that was like cautious craziness. So like, they, he would put a helmet on, but they still would be up a hundred feet in the air or something like that.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, we did have uncomfortable moments. I also remember my parents were exceptional parents and they're a little bit judgy about other people's parenting. They, you know, expect that we just, we were super well behaved kids and there was no corporal punishment. There's no spankings. There was no yelling. My parents never yelled and they never spanked us, but we were, it was like, here's what you need to do. And there's no talking, And that's what they expected to see in our kids when we raised them. And there were a few times when, you know, I think my dad, especially was critical of our parenting or my parenting. And I would just go toe to toe with them and say, well, you're wrong. And you show me a better behaved children. And I think you've, you know, whatever. But there were just moments. So yeah, you're right. We did address it. And with your your mom, it was a matter of me just coming to a place where I had perspective. And I think, I don't remember who it was I talked to. About this I think it may have been Kathy
1: That's what I was going to (laughs) say
0: I think it may have been Kathy Who was like Literally she was like She get over it Do you know how much I would love To have my mom be alive to be a grandma You really think the two hours That Brock is over at grandparents house Has any freaking bearing on his nutrition or his sleep Like get over it You know you are just so lucky And you just need to count your blessings And I was like that's good perspective.
1: Yeah. Kathy is a mom and great friend, and she is kind of one of our parenting mentors.
0: Yeah. So shout out to Kathy Valentine.
1: And Carlton.
0: And Carlton Valentine, yes. Does take mom and a dad. And they were on the same page when it came to that kind of thing. And we learned a lot from them as parents. Okay, so that's the parent thing. So, But let's talk about for just a moment. I'm going to give my perspective on family drama. I think if you so for example if there's nieces and nephews involved and you want to be a part of their lives I think that's really important you are never gonna change a family member never 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 they're never gonna see you as they're never gonna see your side of the story they're never gonna come around they're never going to apologize just set your expectations realistically and understand that you're not gonna change them they're not gonna suddenly realize that you were right and they were wrong it ain't gonna happen so Figure out how to get along for the betterment of the children. Or maybe it's for your parents. Like maybe you just have a riff with your brother or sister. Well, nothing is sadder or more devastating to a parent than siblings who don't get along. And if you can't do that, then you can't do it. But the last thing in the world you should ever possibly expect to do is to expect them to change or to come around. So the only way to make it more tolerable is to be the bigger person. And I have always said that, haven't I?
1: You've always said that. And that you said something tonight, just ironic, because we didn't have this topic in mind. But you said something tonight at dinner is that you were talking about somebody just lowering their expectations.
0: Oh, yeah. You said, does your friend, and we won't name the friend, but you said, does your friend so-and-so talk to her mom and I said yeah pretty regularly but she is never disappointed and you go never disappointed her mom is a piece of trash what do you mean (laughs) and what did I explain
1: she said that she's just has no expectations of her being any different yeah so that when she does stuff to this day that stills like why would you ever do that to your daughter or why would Mm -hmm. you ever say that and the expectations are so low it doesn't phase and I thought it doesn't I, phase her. she's it doesn't not disappointed phase her.
0: by it because she doesn't have high expectations
1: yeah I think that's brilliant I think it's a great tip that like Shalene was saying if it's a family member I mean what is it you can't change your family being you change your friends or whatever that mm-hmm. whatever that saying is about family members and they're not going to change Mm-mm. and they're going to be the same but they're your family so you have to deal with it so for those particular family members just lower your expectations and then you'll never, you'll actually have a nice time around them the next time because you're just like, if they say something, you're just like, it won't even phase you because you've Mm -hmm. already lowered your expectations and you're already anticipating it happening. So who cares? That's great
0: advice. And we kind of make a joke of it, right? Like, so there are things that when we were married, my used to drive you crazy about your in-laws mm-hmm. or drive me crazy like I it used to drive me freaking nuts your parents would show what we'd say okay dinner's at five and they'd show up at four <laughs> you know and they used to drive me nuts and then we just would make jokes about it. we'd say yeah. like okay well dinners we've told them dinner's at five so let's just plan on them being here at four or you know if we really want them here at five then let's tell them that dinner's at six yeah and things with my parents right yeah like, I was like just okay listen honey You know There's no need For you to get upset about My mom is not going to change When you are cooking She is going to be Under your armpit Because she's like 4'11 She's going to be Under your armpit
1: And asking every ingredient And asking
0: Okay what is this And how much is that And he used to drive Brett crazy Because when he's cooking He doesn't want anyone In the kitchen And I'm like She's not going to change So you know Lift your elbow up here she comes.
1: <laughs> That's true. The other thing, too, that is similar to that, and we just had to get used to it, because they're not going to change, because they weren't around you, is that, like, showing up, like, on time, it's the same thing. with like, Oh,
0: my parents, you mean? Yeah.
1: You know, like, for the kids' games and stuff like that. And that actually oh, used yeah, to make yeah. you more upset than me. Right. Because that was more, like... Okay, you didn't show up for me, but these are your grandkids. So, like, show up. You've flown all the way out here California. Like, be there on time. Yeah,
0: they would fly out to California and they'd be like, we're here to watch Brock's basketball game. And then they'd walk in in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, you guys have heard me do episodes about how my parents are late for everything. But eventually, it never bothered Brett because he's like, you know, these are your parents. They've been like this, you know, your entire life. They're not going to change. We can't hold it against them. It's just who they are. And the same is true of all of my in-laws. We make it fun. We make it, you know, it's like you can't change it. So you might as well make a joke about it and sit back and enjoy the ride and relax. There's nothing that's a greater waste of time than trying to change family. Now, if it's so intolerable that it's disrespectful to your spouse. So if Brett's mom was disrespectful to me, The right thing to do is then you always, in my opinion, if you want my opinion, you're listening to my show, you side with your closest immediate family. Meaning if my mom and dad were in some way unhealthy or, you know, placing demands on me that I felt compromised my time with my own kids and my husband. No, my kids and my husband come first and then family extended beyond that is second in my opinion that is second my parents come after my husband and my kids as much as I love them that's the pecking order
1: yeah I agree and we kind of both agreed with that Um, but there's
0: a lot of people who they put their you're you're disrespecting your spouse mmm that's not good
1: that's because they haven't worked out their that they have in their head with their, their
0: parents yeah they're afraid to disappoint them yeah that means that you are you're still a mama's boy or a
1: you need to go to therapy daddy's girl do almost every single one of Friday Car Smarts go to therapy
0: every episode I do it's (laughs) like go to therapy people (laughs) I mean come on already go to therapy fix your stuff
1: yeah fix your stuff but it's true you're not going to be able to fix the the loved ones your family Mm -hmm. members and you just got to deal with it just deal And, and at this point it's actually more fun because we just laugh about it.
0: We do laugh about it. And also be respectful. Like, oh, here's another situation. Like my brother, mm-hmm. Bill, and my sister in law, you need to respect the way people are raising their family, their children. And it's not funny if you don't respect it. You know, it's just not funny. It's not cute. And I had to realize that because I love. How much do I love spoiling my nieces and nephews? Love love I mean I can't tell you how much joy I get when my brother when his girls were like you know three and five I sent them like (laughs) industrial sized giant box of gumballs and a giant sized gumball machine and 25 outfits and my brother (laughs) and my sister-in-law were like um we're trying to teach them that they don't need all these things I'm like well come on who else do I have to buy for please let me buy these clothes for them please and they're like no really we're gonna store these presents away it's just it's overwhelming to them and I was like oh that's not fun and and I think I did it even the next
1: year and I think you did it upscaled even the next year just because you wanted to like
0: no I wouldn't do that (laughs) I would not do that but I did do it the next year and then I remembered Actually, then it kind of dawned on me, like, oh, they were serious. Mm. Like I wasn't sure if they were like kind of joking with me. I'm like, oh,
1: that's because your brother. I think my
0: dad and mom told me that. No, that they're they're serious.
1: No, your dad and mom had to say it because I remember when Billy called to talk about it, he was still kind of like laughing about it because he was because that's kind of his thing. He kind of like laughs about things even when when he's serious. Yeah, so.
0: Yeah, and I was like, oh, he was kind of like, did you send a bunch of presents here by accident that were meant for, like, Rob and Dana's kids? That's Brett's brother, brother and, and sister-in-law. And I'm like, no, those are all for the kids. And he's like, okay, well, that's just over out of control. So then, you know, my dad said the same thing. He's like, you know, that's it's just, you know, spoiling them is nice, but it's just too much. And I was like, oh, I get it. He's like, they're really trying to teach them, like, you know, one gift— is a nice gesture i'm like one gift all right fine no and then this year i was very respectful of that because it was just like okay yeah that's really disrespectful if that's how he's trying to raise them that was disrespectful to me but don't expect your in-laws or your brothers and sisters to be as woke as they say as i now am You know, and I recently got a phone, a text message from a friend of mine. who's like, what am I going to do? My mother-in-law, not just my mother-in-law, but my husband and all the family members. They just don't understand the whole food situation. And they just want to shove this horrible, horrible food down my child's throat. And they let her eat whatever she wants. And I want my child to be healthy. And I just don't want them eating McDonald's. I don't want them eating this. And you know what I said to her about the food thing? Be careful, because if you start policing food and labeling some food is good and some food is bad, I know you're trying to do your best, but you're going to give that kid issues around food. We let our kids decide whatever they and you know what they they made healthy choices, but we always said if you yeah you guys can eat that, sure. Now that might make you feel tired and. It's Might gonna, make you feel.
1: Not going to give you big muscles. Yeah,
0: well, that's what we'd always say. You want big muscles. you want to have a strong body, you want to eat this. Now, yeah, you can eat that. We always let them choose, but we don't. Our kids didn't binge. They didn't have food issues, and they don't have food issues, and they eat healthier than we do, but we never told them they had to, and we never made food good or bad. So. Ease up on that. I think it's important you and your spouse get on the same page. But when it comes to relatives, aunts and uncles, grandparents, they're going to spoil them. Just count your blessings that those people are alive. Don't put your child in harm's way. If you think something bad is happening, if you think someone's dan- like really dangerous or that there's inappropriate behaviors, like there's, that's just a no-brainer. Do you have anything to say about that?
1: Just... I mean that's a no brainer I mean literally if you have suspicions or like you don't think there's a family member that your children should be around yeah then don't bring them would around. we
0: ever let a male cousin or a male uncle by themselves watch our kids
1: a male cousin no a male uncle watch our kids yeah yeah
0: by themselves
1: well, I mean, both of our brothers brothers, yeah. Both had wives and it wasn't like it was like yeah. a bachelor pad. Right. Like if they weren't married and they just just a bachelor pad? Yeah. I, I don't know. I probably pro- I
0: mean, we it's different. I mean, but I just think if you have any sneaking suspicions like, I never
1: had any, you're you're asking a question and we have no like suspicions never. of either no, one of no, no, Rob no, Billy. So no. that you're we're saying if you have a like a gut feeling. Yes. We're not yeah. saying if like, oh my gosh, my brother is the best person ever and he's the best person around kids. No. I, I would No, never... you know,
0: the re- only reason why I brought that up is because recently I got a message from someone who listens to my podcast and I hope she's listening because I have to say this. She was like, I just found out that my daughter has been sexually abused by my sister's Son, and I said, How old's your sister's son? And she said, I think he was like 18 or something. And she said, I feel so disgusted because I knew that he had had problems molesting other kids, but then he got help and we trusted him to babysit. I'm like, You trusted him to babysit? No,
1: no. That's well, that's a no, that's that's, that's just a, like use your absolutely no. never ever. I don't care who they are. You never leave your children with a male babysitter that's whatever age it is, no matter what. That's number one rule. Mm, I don't care. That was ours. Number one rule.
0: But you know, females abuse children too. And you know that. Yes. But the likelihood that it's going to be a male is much if higher. You,
1: if you need to have a babysitter and it's not one of you, like, grandma and grandpa live close and you're going out on a date night or whatever and you're going to have a babysitter, your chances of having a safe environment for your children are with a girl babysitter.
0: How about all these women who have younger children and then they end up meeting this, like, great guy who's just, like, so excited about this ready-made family and then he ends up.
1: Nope. Yeah.
0: We didn't mean to talk about this, but, you know, it's all the things. It's all the things. Don't put your children in harm's way. Put your own immediate family first. Step up and make sure that your husband or your wife is being respectful. And here's one last thing I want to say. Just low-key it if there is something going, you know, if there is tension or drama. Don't make things a big deal. Keep the peace. Apologize even when you don't think you've done anything wrong. And mean it. Like just, life is too short to have these rifts and keep people apart. No one's going to change. Make peace. Deal with people. Maybe set lower expectations.
1: Can I give a tip about how to select a babysitter?
0: Oh boy, we're back on this topic. Yes, yes, if
1: you're in an area, right? Wow, mm-hmm. we are experts at babysitters. Yeah. Okay, so here's some expert- We think
0: we were, I mean, but we still we you still just don't. never know.
1: Yeah, you never know. But we asked a lot of questions. Yeah. Right? So here's a good tip for babysitting. So if you're struggling getting a babysitter, because we do hear that a lot, it's like you go down to your local high school, uh-huh. you ask for the phone number of the cheerleading coordinator, the person <laughs> that is the coordinate, like is in charge of all the high school cheerleaders there. Right. Yeah. Then you get that person's phone number and you just very politely say who on your varsity team, cause you want somebody that can drive, right? Who on your varsity team would be a really good babysitter or does babysitting a lot? They're going to give you two or three names right off the bat. Now you have an adult that has already vented one of the cheerleaders and said this one would be a really good babysitter, or she does a lot of babysitting. Boom! You got yourself a babysitter.
0: Maybe you don't have to like drive down to the lo- local high school. Oh, you call. Even st- honey, that's ridiculous. No one is going to call local high school and say like, "Hello, can I talk to the cheer squad?" Okay, then what's can- your big?
1: What's your advice?
0: If you just find someone who has a daughter, I don't know why we're saying cheerleaders are so great, but it's find someone who has a daughter on a cheer squad, and you ask that girl, ask your cheer, what are they called, mates? I don't know. ask your cheer my, squad. My tip
1: is unbelievably but good. But nobody
0: goes to a high school and like, hi, can I talk to the we cheer did. squad? We
1: had five. We were five we, for five.
0: You're, you play. You were the high school football coach. We're standing next to the cheer. I still squad had to walk over there, there and ask her. I know, but not the average person listening doesn't have access to the football field. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what? Next Friday, I think it's just going to be me and Car Smart.
1: You know what? We'll let people vote. They'll want me. They'll want me back. You think so, huh? Yep. Yep, for sure. They like my perspective. They do. Yeah, because that's a tip. I'm telling you right. That might not be for everybody. Yeah. But there's some people right there. That light bulb just went off. Oh, I know somebody over there. It doesn't have to be... Trust me. That light bulb just went off.
0: I, Anybody's got
1: the same tip that you have. to Like, find somebody that's got a dog. It's daughter. a lot easier. I know it's a lot easier. It's not just cheer squad. Sometimes easier isn't better.
0: Will you guys just settle this once and for all? Do you want Brett on Fridays or... Do you want it to go back to me or do you still want us to mix it up let us know I'm happy to win this argument you're gonna to have to tell us on Instagram so send us a DM and we'll screenshot him he's Brett Johnson with one T one T Brett Johnson 11
1: and I'm Shaleen Johnson why'd you put the phone back to me
0: because I thought you were gonna say something you took a deep breath like you had something else to say no
1: I, I'm very confident that they're gonna want me back lordy
0: all right well I love you I mean it peace out Talk to you Monday Bye